Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Polly Plus More Equals Us. Um, I can't believe this is already episode four. We've been doing this for a whole month now. Uh, in this episode, we talk about the incident, the cheating incident. We go into great detail about it. Um, if you want to hear kind of like the overview, we talk about it in episode one at the very end, and um, it kind of bleeds over into episode two. So if you want to hear um, the whole backstory, go back and listen to those two episodes. Um, but for now, we're, we're going to just dive right into that whole incident, how exactly it happened, and um, more of Mike's side of the story. In episodes one and two, you really hear it from my perspective, but there's, you know, so much more to it. And so we get into Mike's side of the story and and we really talk about how hard it was for both of us and how we really had to work through, um, you know, work through all of that and our feelings and our emotions. And it, it was a, a hard time for our relationship. So we talk about how we worked through that and how we came out the other side having an even better relationship. So hopefully this helps for anyone who is maybe experiencing this or has gone through this. Um, yeah, hopefully this helps. So, okay, let's get right into it. All right, hello, and welcome to the next episode of Polly Plus and More Equals Us. Uh, I'm Elisa. This is Mike. We are the us. <laughs> um, okay, today we're going to talk about cheating. We're going to talk about the incident that led us to where we are now. So if you haven't listened to the first two episodes of our podcast... Um, I would suggest going back and listening to that because we go into more detail there. Um, I'll give a brief overview, but if you want to hear the whole story, definitely go back. Um, I start talking about it at the very end of the first episode, and then it goes into the beginning of the second episode. So <clears throat> basically, as a recap, this was the beginning of 2017. Um, I was going line dancing all the time. And I met a guy that I had this crazy connection with. And I started seeing him every week when I would go out line dancing. And we, we would just talk and we would hang out and nothing ever happened. Um, but I developed feelings for him and I, I really was enjoying hanging out with him. But at the same time, I was having a lot of like, guilt and confusion around my feelings for Mike and what that meant for my relationship with Mike because I, I didn't know how to be in love with Mike but also have feelings for this other guy. It, it didn't make sense to me. And so finally one night I ended up sleeping with this other guy and then the next day telling Mike about it 
And that's, you know, how from that conversation, that's how we decided to um, open up our relationship and, and be polyamorous. Um, so there's so much more detail about everything I just said in those first two episodes. Um, so go back and, and check those out if you, if you want to hear. Um, but today we're going to get into more detail on Mike's side of the story and what was happening with him because we haven't really talked about that yet. All right. <laughs> Take it go. away. So, yeah, I mean, this was a, this was a really, you know, kind of painful and, and bumpy road to the decision to be polyamorous. Yeah. Definitely would not recommend this route for anybody. No, definitely not. I'm sure it, it happens somewhat often. Um, but yeah, I think, I think bringing up these, uh, you know, the thought of wanting to date other people, um, just with your significant other beforehand and really talking about it is, is the, the clear and obvious way to go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I was like, this needs to be talked about more. That's one of the reasons why we started this podcast, because I feel like if, if I had really known other people or just heard about relationships like this, then things would have been different. I would have been able to navigate my feelings a little bit better. I probably would have been able to have a conversation with Mike and not be as, as scared about that. So yeah, we definitely don't recommend things happening the way that they did, but here yeah, we are. But it happens like this, so it does. Here's our uh, story to tell. Yeah. So for me, for me, I guess just to kind of summarize my feelings and my thoughts around the whole issue was that I was I was just very blindsided <clears throat> first off because you know we had at least I never really brought up the fact that you know she was really into this guy. Like she would tell me that you know she'd met you know this guy and that guy, and, but it was like never you know never. A big deal or never a concern of mine because you know I just thought that they were just you know random guys that she was meeting so I wasn't really concerned about that and uh <clears throat> yeah just just the whole way that the realization and, and the understanding and the finding out that Elise had cheated was just it was just so rough so pretty much what happened is that Elise had gone out the night before and she never come come back home that morning. And so I was supposed to go into work. Um, it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was a Thursday. So we were both supposed to be going into work. Yeah. And so here I am. I wake up and I look over and Elise is not in bed. And I'm like, oh, God, where is she? Like, So I start freaking out. I'm trying to call her phone. Um, and she's not picking up. She's, I guess she was just super hungover at this point and sleeping still. Yeah. So I didn't know that, of course. So I'm just trying to do whatever I can to figure out what's going on. And so I call her, our roommate at the time, who uh, had gone out with Lisa the night before too, and then she kind of didn't give me a straight answer. She just pretty much said, oh, I, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where she is. Like, I, you know, I left with this other guy, and I, I don't know where Lisa is. So I was like, okay, like, who knows where she is? Like, the only other person that would have known is, is our roommate. She doesn't know. And so after trying to call Lisa many times, I'm like, okay, I actually have her, her iPhone, like find my iPhone password. So like I can go see where her phone is located. And so I f- find out where it is and it's pretty close to the Hermosa Pier where her and her roommate had gone out the night before. And so I go over there just like, in my mind, like I'm, 
that the thought of cheating obviously has crossed my mind, but I'm also just more concerned about like your well-being and your whereabouts. Yeah. Like that's my number one concern. Because uh, yeah, I just I you know I didn't know if you were like kidnapped or or what. <laughs> yeah. Your mind can go to some pretty wild places in that situation. Yeah, it could have been anything. Yeah, and so my ultimate goal is like I just want to make sure you're safe, figure out where you are, and then we can deal with the rest later. Yeah. And so I go over to this apartment complex where. You know, like the the general like radius of the Find My iPhone, uh, like icon is showing, and so I go over there and I'm just like, okay, well, like, I, I like hop the fence to get into the complex, and so I'm like, okay, I'm in now, and uh, like, okay, so now what? Yeah. And so I'm just like kind of hanging out, and like a few people walk by me, and they're like, kind of like, what is this guy doing? He's <laughs> just like sitting outside, and like I was so stressed and worried. I was like, whatever, I don't care what these people think. Like, yeah. I have other things to worry about. <clears throat> and so at one point I just like, I'm just like kind of yelling Elise's name, like in the middle of this courtyard and just trying to like see if she can hear me or if she's anywhere and I need a response. So, you know, I get no response. Um, I don't know, maybe after like 45 minutes, I'm just like, okay, this is like pointless. Like, I'm just going to assume that she's like, with somebody and just go home and just wait, just wait it out. Yeah. And I do have to say that we heard you. Yeah. Like, but, but we didn't, like, I, I can remember hearing something outside and being like, what was that? And like, I, I couldn't tell that like it was my name or that it was you or anything. And, and I remember looking out the window and seeing somebody walking and I'm, I'm going to guess that was you, but like, I remember like hearing something and being like, what was that? Yeah. And so, I mean, I was also pinging the phone. I was in like the, yeah, well, I had turned my phone off at that point. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you guys said like, you had heard the buzz. Or like the pinging, right? Yeah, yeah, the first time. Yeah. And that's why I turned my phone off. It was pretty loud. Because I was freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, I didn't know this at the time, but at least it was super hungover and I guess yeah. hiding out, I guess you'd say. Kind of. Just I waiting, mean, I didn't to know. Like feel better so you could like deal with the situation. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that that was you there. Obviously, later, I realized, oh, shit, that was you and you were like there. Yeah. Yeah, and you were, like, at the, the apartment that I was at. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, but I, I was super hungover and and freaking out and didn't know what to do. And so, yeah, I was, one, I just wanted to, like, sober up and sleep a little bit more before I came back and, yeah, I had to deal with it because I was feeling like shit for many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so I go home and I'm just, I just, I was like, okay, I'm, <clears throat> I'm just going to watch TV. I just need to, like, do something to distract myself as best I can. So I'm just going to, like, watch TV and just wait, just wait this out. And I think I was maybe home for, like, an hour. So you called called out from work? Yeah. Yeah, I called out from work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I maybe waited, like, an hour. I can't remember exactly, but you came home, like, later in the, I think it was, like, late morning, early afternoon. Yeah, I came home around, like, noon or one or something like that. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, thank God, like, she's okay. Yeah. But, like, all right, now, now I need to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. Because, like, this is, like, to me, I was, like, this is totally unacceptable. First off, like, I had to miss work. Yeah. Like, you didn't tell me where you were. Like, this is, like, I was just so angry. Yeah. And, uh, 
But I was like, yeah, I was like angry and scared. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, you have to explain to me what is, what the heck is going on here. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember meeting you at the back door of yeah. our apartment. Yeah, I do too. And, uh. And I told you, like, as soon as I walked in. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't, I can't lie about this, you know. I have to be honest about it. And, yeah, I, I remember meeting at the back door, coming inside, and, and just being like, I I cheated. Yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, at that point, like, that's all you could say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would eventually have come out, so there's no point in, like, trying to hide it. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, like, like at that point I was like, okay, like I kind of figured it was going to be that. Yeah. Because of course, like, why would you be gone for the night if it wasn't that? Yeah. For the most part, unless you were like just really drunk and like passed out somewhere, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in, in my mind, the odds were that happened. Like, so I'm like, okay, like, like this is obviously like super painful. First off, like, you never told me this. I felt completely betrayed. Yeah. Like, you'd lost like pretty much all my trust at that point and yeah I mean I just I was just trying to figure out how to deal with like all this like anger and frustration and, and pain that I was experiencing at the time and uh it was difficult because I you know I, on one side there was like all this pain and anger as I mentioned but on the other side I was like, like we've had such a good relationship up to this point and you know I have so much love and like respect for you so it's like, like now I need to decide, like, is this, was this like a, you know, a big enough transgression that like, it's going to outweigh like the love I have for you? Or is it something that I can forgive and that we can, you know, talk about and like, I don't know, help, help rebuild and like strengthen our relationship. Yeah. And so in my mind, I don't know, I think, I feel like I actually made up the, my, my mind pretty early on. And I was like, like, I already know, like, I love you so much. And obviously it's something, something is going on with you right now that I don't understand. So like, I'm just going to, like, I'm still going to like be angry and get this anger out. But like, at the same time, I'm going to like love you and listen to you and just like, hear what you have to say. And unless it's like, just so despicable, like that, <laughs> I won't, like, I would just lose all like respect for you. Like I'm, you know, I'm. I'm going to hear you out and, like, I'm going to give you a chance. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, getting emotional. <laughs> Before we started um, filming, it was funny because I was saying, like, it's this was so long ago, I can't even remember some of the details. But now it's, like, now that we're filming and now that you're talking, it's, like, yeah, so a, a lot of it is coming back and like yeah, it's yeah, it's making me emotional. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was not an enjoyable time period. No, it wasn't. No, but also to to hear you say that like you know, you had made your decision pretty quickly, you know. I guess I didn't really know that. Um and also yeah, to hear, like, you know, to hear you say that that's what you were going to do was, like, listen and be patient and love me even though you were so hurt. Like, that's that's exactly what you did. 
but that takes so much <laughs> like I feel like you have to be such a good person to do that and I don't and I don't know if I would have done that you know or maybe not as quickly as you did I'm sure maybe I, I would have gotten there but it would have been I don't know my my ego and my pain would have just been like I would have just put it up right away and blocked it and just been so angry and just let my anger like yeah like lead the way yeah like lead the way so much that if it had been reversed it, it probably would have taken so much longer because I would have held on to that anger and that pain so much and so to think about how I would have responded and then think about how you responded and how it was so different it's like yeah it makes me emotional because <laughs> I'm like fuck <laughs> you but know yeah. I feel like, you know, our friends who, like, know us really well. And even just, like, ourselves, like, that's just, those are just, like, who we are. I know. Like, you always, like, wear your emotions on, on your sleeve. I'm a little more, I don't know, a little more patient and understanding at times. Yeah. Well, but yeah. sometimes to a detriment, though. Like, it's sometimes, you know, I'm just, like, that's not always a good thing, like, to not. Well, I think it's it's always a good thing to be patient and try to understand, but there's you also have to draw a line and stand up for yourself too. Yeah. So, it's yeah. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. So it's, it's a very delicate balance. Yeah. But the thing is, like, if we hadn't, you know, created the, the relationship that we had to that point, yeah, and it wasn't strong enough, then I would have been like, this isn't worth it. Yeah. So it really was like, you know, the what was that year and a half. We've been dating up mm -hmm. to that point. Like all the all the amazing things we had done in that year and a half. Yeah. Like that, you know, that was stronger and like overpowered all the pain. Yeah. So. But yeah, and then so after Lisa got back and you know we had this like short conversation in the doorway, we went to the living room couch and we sat and talked for. Well, we talked for what like. No. A, I can't remember, there was one point where, like, I stormed out and I was super pissed. Yeah. And I broke my phone. I threw my phone <laughs> against the wall and it just, like, obliterated it. Sorry, it's funny now. <laughs> yeah. It was not funny well, then. Yeah. It sucked. I was so mad. And yeah. I was like, crap, now I don't have a phone. Yeah. He was, it was, just, it was yeah. I, I think we, we had sat down on the couch and maybe talked for a little bit. But, yeah, you were, you were pissed. And you threw your yeah. phone and it broke. And that was really scary. Um, oh yeah, I, was, I got so mad at that point because that's when I, when you had told me like, this kind of how much you had like not told me and how much you had kind of lied up to that point. Yeah. And that's, because for me it wasn't, I mean, to, like even to, to today, like the whole reason like, or like, you know, a big reason I'm okay with being polyamorous is like, I don't feel like, you know, like, I'm the only person that can sleep with you. Like, I don't need to be, like, that possessive. Like, oh, you're you're mine and only mine. So, like, the fact that you slept with someone else, even though we hadn't talked about it at the time, but, like, that kind of forced me to come to the conclusion. Like, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But it was everything else that came along with that whole situation. Of yeah. The lying, the not being transparent and open from the very beginning. Yeah. And so it was all, like, yeah, I was just, like, because that just creates, like, a huge shock to your system when you first hear it. And it's just, like, yeah, it makes it so much worse than if it had just, like, you know, been a little much more gradual from the beginning. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you were really angry as you know, would be expected. Um, you threw your phone and then you were like, I have to leave. I have to get out. Um, and so you left and then I, I had school. I had school. So I was like, well, if you're not going to be, if you're not going to be home here talking about this with me, then I'm going to go to school. And I was also just trying to get my mind off of things too and sort of process everything. And so I was like, if he's not going to be here, I'm not going to be here. So I drove to school, which was like an hour away. And then as soon as I got to school, um, you called me and you were like, where are you? And I remember school was supposed to start in like 10 minutes and you were like, where are you? And I was like, I, I, I went to school. I told you. And you were like, well, I'm here and I want to talk now. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I, I texted my classmates and I was like, uh, family emergency, not going to be in class and drove straight back. I forgot that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had... I think you had gone to like try and get a new phone or something. I tried to get a new phone and I couldn't get one at that point for some reason. Oh, yeah. I had like the phone insurance and decided to like file some online claim. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I couldn't get the phone, but then I was also like still wanted to cool off. So I like went to some park and just like walked around aimlessly for <laughs> who knows how long, I don't know, an hour or so. Yeah. And then, yeah, by the time I got back, I was like, where the heck are you? I thought we were going to talk. Yeah. And so... Yeah, you came back and we talked practically the whole night just trying to figure out. I was just trying to understand, like, what was going on with you. Yeah. Like, what led you to, to do this? Like, what's going on, like, in your head? Yeah. What are you feeling? And then, like, what are we going to do about it moving forward? Yeah. Yeah, and so we we spent, God, the next few weeks, maybe even up to a month, just this was like all we could talk about, you know, and, and just talking, trying, trying to work through it and work through our feelings and, and, and then also like, okay, well, if, because pretty early on, I'm pretty sure it was that night when I came back from school and we were talking, I'm pretty sure it was that night when I said, this is going to happen again. And so not only were we dealing with like our own feelings of, of what had just happened, but also that like I wanted to open up the relationship. <clears throat> and so we put that on the table like that same night. And, and so it, it, it was a lot, you know, we were, we were working through all of that. And then, and then once we had kind of worked through our feelings more, then also like, okay, but then what is this going to look like moving forward? You know, how, how do we do this moving forward? It, it was a lot. Yeah, and I also just didn't, you know, I had a lot of, like, distrust in you, too. I remember yeah. being like, oh, like, you know, tell me who, who you're going to be, like, where you're going, who you're going to be hanging out with, who you're going to see there. Yeah. Like, I just didn't, like, I just didn't trust you to, to not do that again. Yeah. When it was, like, so like raw and painful still. Yeah. Yeah. And so for, yeah, for like the first month, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't going out. I wasn't going line dancing. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you just didn't trust me. And, and so, yeah, I just stayed, stayed home and, 
and we just kind of like hung out and worked through everything we needed to work through. And we went on a trip actually that weekend. And at first I, I asked you, I was like, do you still want me to go with you on this trip this weekend? Um, cause we were supposed to leave like the next day. I think we were supposed to leave on like Friday morning or something. Mm -hmm. And this was Thursday. And at first you said, no, at first you were like, no, I don't want you to go on this trip with me. And I was like, okay, fair. Cause we were going to San Francisco, um, to hang out with a bunch of our friends. And, but then I think later, later that day or later that night, you changed your mind. And, and the reason you said was because you, you just didn't trust me and you were like, you didn't want to be away for the entire weekend not knowing what I was doing because you just didn't trust me. Yeah. Which is fair. And I like didn't want to, I also didn't want to. Be worrying. I don't want to be worrying about it. I also just didn't want to like put myself in a situation where I have to explain where you were because I was just so not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. I was like, just, let's just go pretend like everything is normal. Even yeah. Even it's not. Yeah. And like, we were able to like enjoy ourselves still like with our friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just like enjoy the city too. But yeah, I mean, there were moments like while we were hanging out where it was just like, you know, you just feel like that, that pain and like that, for me it was like that betrayal, like that, that deep hurt. Yeah. Like, what had just happened? Like, I just would have to, like, go outside and, and get a breath of fresh air and just talk to Elise and be like, yeah, like, I'm, you know, I'm still, like, upset. Like, I'm still so mad right now. And I just need to, like, cool down so I can go back and, like, be my normal, like, self and have fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, the the aftermath was, was tough. Yeah. A lot of talking. I feel like we had a lot of the same conversations over and over again, just kind of, like. Yeah. We, we did, but that's because we were, we were trying to work through it. And even though we were having the same conversations and sort of saying the same things, it was like, we had to, because it was like we were processing and then, and then we would have the same conversation and then we would feel differently about it. And so we would process that and then we would have the same conversation and, and it would feel different and we would process, you know? So it was like, as we were processing our own feelings and then going over everything again, like that's how we were working through it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, we did, we had a lot of the same conversations many times, but it's because that's just where we were at and how we were, you know, getting through everything. Yeah. I think a lot of it was just kind of figuring, figuring out and like setting rules for like what, we wanted to do moving forward. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, we weren't going to be dating anyone new at that point, so it was, like, it was too soon. Yeah. But it was kind of just, yeah, I guess, I guess a lot of it was actually just understanding where you were coming from. Yeah. And, like, what you were feeling. Yeah. And you just, like, realizing, like, you know, there was that whole, like, you know, in your past relationships, you would kind of ended them after two to two and a half years, and... We were kind of coming up to that point. Yeah, we were coming up to the two-year mark. Yeah, actually, I was only three months away. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. there was kind of like a self-sabotage yeah. like, thing going on. And then just you realizing that you know you wanted to also explore these feelings with other people you were having and be polyamorous. Yeah. 
even though you didn't fully like, I guess, know that at the time. Like maybe you knew it, but you just didn't like put like a you didn't put like a title. Yeah. Or like a, you know. Yeah, you just didn't put a title to it. Yeah. You like, this is, like, who I am. This is what I want to be. It was just, like, yeah, I was just kind of, like, kind of clunky. Yeah. Figuring it out, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you, she got there. You were the one, it, you were the one who said the term polyamorous. And I was, like, oh, I don't know if I know what that is or, like. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I or, like, I, I had kind of, I had, like, heard of it before, but I didn't really know but but you were the one that that said that you know you it was really interesting because I was I was trying to explain my feelings to you and I was trying to tell you about like here's the pattern that I'm noticing now from past relationships um you know like we we talked about in the last episode like here's this pattern that I'm noticing and but I I didn't really know like exactly what that meant but you were the one that was like oh so you want to open the relationship and then you were the one that was like oh that sounds like polyamory mm-hmm. and so I was like well I guess so but I so that was like new to me and so I I was like okay I, I need to find out what what does that even mean what what is polyamory what you know and so and and it wasn't until then that I was like oh, okay, maybe that is something that I want. And so it it was really through that conversation, you were the one that, like, put a label to it. I, I was just the one, I was just trying to explain what I had been feeling and how how I wanted to be able to live moving forward. And, yeah, and you were the one that was like, oh, here's here's the label for that. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so I think it was maybe like a month after like the whole incident had happened that then you felt like, okay, like I, I could at least like go out dancing again. <clears throat> um, but I wasn't allowed to see that guy again. Um, and he stopped going anyway because this whole thing sort of like, you know, it was a lot. (laughs) So he wasn't there anyway. Um, but yeah, that, that was like the rule you were after like about a month, you were like, okay, you can, you can go back out. But like, again, I need to know where you're going, who's going to be there. And, and you're not allowed to hang out with him anymore. Um, and then maybe like a few months later, I feel like things had gotten kind of back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went to Mexico actually for my birthday. And that that was only a little bit after. It was like a month and a half later, remember? Oh yeah. That was, yeah, in March. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, cuz we had we cuz I had spring break from school and it was over the week of my birthday, um, which is the last week of March, so we yeah, we went to Mexico, and we had a great time on that trip. Yeah, I think by that point, we talked so much and, like, figured out. I had a better understanding of what, why you did what you did, and I understood it, and it wasn't like, you know, obviously it wasn't like you were just, like, 
being a bad person and saying like, oh, screw you, I don't care how you feel, like, I'm going to go do whatever I want and like, I'm not going to care about you. You were just like, you were fighting this internal battle. Yeah. And really trying to like, you were being pulled in like two different directions. Yeah. And so, I mean, you were able to like, I was able to like understand you enough where I was like, okay, like I can work with that and like we can like build from there. Yeah. And yeah, just like, like any deep pain just takes time to, to heal and move on. Yeah. And so I think by that point, yeah, we were, we were in a good spot again. Yeah. Plus it was just the two of us on the beach drinking, <laughs> you know, drinking mojitos or whatever, <laughs> you know, having yeah. a good time in the water, crystal clear water. Oh, it was so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was... That was a fun trip. Yeah. Remember that, that sandbar that was, like, way out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, like, wade into, like, the ocean a little bit, and then there's this elevated sandbar. You can just... Yeah. It was, like, you had to you had to swim out to it. Like, I couldn't I couldn't touch, you know, like, it, it was kind of far out there, but once you swam out to it, the sandbar was high enough that... It, so, it was, like, out just in the middle of the ocean, but you could stand on it, and but the waves had already broken, and so... Like, because it was far enough out that, that the waves didn't really start until closer in. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, you have a good memory with those things. I, I didn't remember that. <laughs> you didn't remember, I remember that? The, I remember the beautiful weather, just like the white sandy beach. Yeah. The turquoise water. Yeah, I mean, it was it was beautiful. Yeah. That was, that was Playa del Carmen, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, then we met some, yeah. like, some other, like, young couples who were traveling, too, and... Mm-hmm talked to them and got to know them so yeah it was a fun trip yeah played so, soccer on the beach yeah played some beach soccer that uh -huh. was a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean i guess what we're trying to say is at that point like everything was good yeah like, we were back to normal and then yeah it was over the next couple years we talked more about the polyamory thing yeah and then you started like actually experiencing that and living it before i did yeah yeah, but I mean, it, it definitely took took some time because things got, got back to normal, you know, by like mid-2017, so a few months later. And then like a year later, right, at the beginning of 2018, that's when we decided to get married. Um, and so it was almost a whole year later we... Like, from, like, the cheating incident, a whole year later, we decided to get married. And, I mean, we had already been talking about it. We had been talking about getting married before the cheating incident. I mean, we were talking about it a little bit, but not, like, Are super, you? super serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you were just thinking it. Oh, no, because, okay, okay, <laughs> I remember because we, we had gone to Snow Globe. Yeah. Yeah, and Snow Globe was, we went in 2016, at the very end of 2016, and then two months later I cheated, right? So that's like the timeline here. And when we were at Snow Globe, it was either when we were driving there or we were driving back. I'm pretty sure when we were driving there, because we drove back with other people, I think. I can't remember. But uh, on one of the drives, we were talking about who we would pick as bridesmaids and groomsmen. Okay. And yeah. we <laughs> we had that conversation and Mike Mike was like he named like twelve people. 
And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, you can't have 12 groomsmen. I, I can only pick like, think of like three, three bridesmaids. I can't have three bridesmaids and you have 12 groomsmen. Like what the heck? You can just take some of my extra groomsmen. I, mean, I don't want to. It was like we, we would have. difficult decision. We would have like three three men walking down the aisle like with one woman. Like that <laughs> that would have been the ratio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we weren't thinking about it seriously yet. We weren't thinking like, oh, this was going to happen like super soon kind of a thing. But, I mean, we were talking about it. Um, you know, so it. But, like, in just, like, a fun way. And so, like, it had been on our minds. Um, but then this happened, and obviously then we had to focus really on our – just on our relationship again. But then, yeah, a whole year later, things were, were great. We had decided, like, okay, we're going to be polyamorous. And, and then – but then we got married first. And then I started dating people, like – six months after that, after getting married. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's it for this week. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was insightful and hopefully it helps you if you are in a similar situation or going through something like that. If you are enjoying this podcast, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or share it with someone who you think could benefit from it. Um, also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you're listening on, subscribe there as well. Subscribing really helps us. It's the way that we gain traction and sort of get more visibility when people search for a show um, and they put in polyamorous or ethical non-monogamy or whatever they're searching, the more subscribers we have, um, the further up in the search will pop up, you know, so we'll pop up at like closer to the top of the search with more subscribers. So this helps us you know, get our, get our message out there and share our story with more people. And that's, that's the whole point. So if you're enjoying this and you want to help us out, please subscribe or rate the show, hopefully a five-star rating, but you know, um, but yeah, that's the best way to help us achieve our goal with this podcast. All right. That's it for this week. And we're looking forward to connecting next week.